Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Soap Sick. Um, so, um, I'm continuing from, well, not really, I'm backtracking, but, um, oh yeah, I was really bummed that I, I lost my other, uh, podcast I did on Saturday night, because I thought it was really good, (laughs) but, oh well. Um, it's been crazy, because literally, I the level of spiritual warfare that Junior and I have been experiencing, like, I I can only imagine for him, but, I mean, especially because he's really a new believer, even though he got saved when he was 19, he never really walked the Christian life. And so he just went back, you know, when he got out of prison, he just went back to using drugs and living life just however he always lived. Whereas when you're living the Christian life, you know, because Satan's fine with you just running amok and doing whatever, living for yourself. But once you really try to serve God and, and walk like Jesus did, try to at least, man, he really tries to trip you up continually, and it ain't fun, (laughs) like, it's like, you realize what an enemy you really have, so, um, yeah, so, Junior's going through it, and, but he's had so many victories too so it's been really good and awesome to see him growing but it's like back and forth back and forth you know it's just and I praise God he's still clean today and um so it's day six so um oh no it's day seven it's day seven so yeah um Anyways, is it seven? I don't even know, but, um, yeah, it'll be a week. Uh, anyways, okay, so, um, Saturday, oh my gosh, Adopt-A-Block, we went to Skid Row, and I'm just over it with the, the whole fentanyl crap, it's just... I'm angry, like, just, oh my gosh, I mean, heartbroken, but so angry at the devil for just the lies, and, you know, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he's doing a really good job right now, I mean, I don't like to give him any extra glory, or give him any glory at all, I don't want to give him credit, but... I got to give him credit for this, man, because people are dropping like flies, and it is just so upsetting. I mean, I can't even walk down the street where I live without seeing so many heroin addicts. It's just, I mean, it's not hard for me to spot them out, like, you know, it's... It's, it's just so obvious, but when we went to Skid Row, we saw 
two guys completely laid out on the sidewalk, fentanyl, just completely, like, Maureen's all, first guy, is he okay? And I looked, and I'm like, he's breathing. And um, I have to, I'm still kind of callous, but, you know, I mean, he didn't look, to me, I don't know. He, he wasn't blue. He still had color to his face. And I could see he was he, he was breathing. And he was with two other guys that were... I don't know what they were doing. They were probably getting high. No, I don't think they were. If they were eating... I don't know what they were doing. But um, then a few feet late... A few feet further, like maybe within six feet, there was another guy laid out this guy on the other hand looked like he was out out so I nudged him and he moved a little bit but his eyes they weren't rolled back in his head but he was he was pretty pretty gone not gone I don't know I don't want to say gone he was pretty out of it so um I was like, hey, are you okay? And I'm nudging him. And I said, can we pray for you? And he was just out of it. So, and then Maureen had anointing oil. And she's like, he, um, she was anointing him with oil. So I anointed him. And then I, we started praying over him. And then our friend David came over. And then we got him to sit up. And then David started talking to him. And the guy was pretty out of it. But... David's, I love him. He's he's got such a huge heart. He's he's only been with us for a couple of weeks, but he was he was talking to him, and then I went back to go check on the other guy, who was still out. And then um, I asked his friends like, how long has he been out? Is he okay? And they're like, oh, he's fine. And um, I go, well, can we pray for him? And then his friends like. We don't know what a religion he is. You shouldn't pray over him. And I'm like, oh, well, that doesn't really matter to me. But no, I'm just kidding. No, that's... But I was just like, okay. But um, we anointed him anyway and started praying for him. And actually, when when I anointed him with oil, he like... He woke up really quick. And then he went back down. And then um, we just prayed over him and prayed, you know, that... God would protect him and stuff, and, um, but, yeah, oh, man, okay, so, and then the first, oh, when we first walked down there, we had to call 911 on this one woman, she didn't have any pants on, she had said she had been there for, like, three days, she was really grateful that we were calling 911, because she said she, she, her leg was broken, and she was in a lot of pain, I mean, it was just, she smelled so bad. The flies were all around her. And it, it was just really heartbreaking. But thankfully, the ambulance took her. And then, um, and then it was just really hard. Like, and then my ex, he actually we talked to him for a minute then he called me back and then asked if we would pray for him to be delivered and so I called Maureen over and and 
um, the group, the team, we, we all prayed for him, but you know, it's like, if a person doesn't have inner healing and if they don't have, they don't know who they are in Christ, it's, I, I mean, this is just my opinion, but, um, and you pray or you, well, definitely if you cast out demons from somebody when they're not grounded or, but see, I don't know because Jesus just cast out demons and then they like, then the person would just immediately want salvation and, and, but that's Jesus. And the thing here in America, people get saved it's like backwards they get saved and then they get demons like <laughs> it's crazy or they had generational curses and open doors and demons and then they get saved nobody teaches them about deliverance or about spiritual warfare so they leave open doors and then they get attacked and oppressed and they don't know how to fight. And then they're stuck. And I've just seen that with a lot of people, including myself. Um, until I started to learn about spiritual warfare and deliverance. But but yeah, so... Um, we prayed that God would deliver him. You know, but... Um, yeah, he... Well, and the biggest thing with him is forgiveness. And with not just for him, but for anyone. If you want freedom, you have to forgive. Jesus said, if you want to be forgiven, you must forgive. And and too many Christians, they get a spirit of unforgiveness or they get mad at somebody and then they let it come to uh they they don't forgive and they let it form a root of bitterness and then i think well it's hebrews i believe it's 12 but um the the writer says do not let the seed of bitterness um grow because and defile many because it does and it's like poison it's 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 like cancer so um yeah, I think Satan's best weapon against Christians is unforgiveness because that's a commandment and it's not an if, if, and, or, but it's, uh, you do, you, if you want to be forgiven, you have to forgive and it's a choice and, but too many people, when they get upset or offended at somebody, they don't forgive. They get, they let it become bitterness and it leaves an open door for the enemy to come in a spirit of unforgiveness, bitterness, rage, whatever. And, and basically start tormenting the person. So, yeah. And so I was just praying. I, I was praying that my ex would be able to forgive because he, when we were together, he was just like, no way, I, I can't forgive them, you know, and it's like, nah, you, what do you mean you can't, you won't, you know, it's a choice, you just have to choose, I choose, even though I don't want to, even though I don't feel like it, even though I, but it, because it's the right thing to do, because God commands it, and I want to be obedient, I choose to forgive 
whoever, you know, and God, I just pray that you would deal with that person and deal with my emotions and help me to actually feel like learn that the feelings will follow, you know, and, and change my heart, God. And he does. He totally does. But anyway, so yeah, we prayed for him and hopefully, I don't know, we'll continue to, well, not hopefully, we'll continue to pray for him, but go back and see him and, and see how he's doing. But, and maybe, you know, take him through deliverance, but he needs to learn how to forgive. He, I mean, make the choice to forgive before anything. But anyway, so, um, then that, um, after that, when I got home, Junior came over, and um, me and Morin were still in the car talking, and Morin's like, oh, my God, he looks so good. He looks like a different person. Yeah, because he's clean. Every time he's clean, he looks completely different. <laughs> but um, so then uh, I don't even remember now what we did. We were, uh, oh, I maybe we watched videos, whatever. And then... Um, Oh, no, I think I had... Wait, was that the day? No. I don't remember. Um, All I remember is then we went to walk on Alvarado. He wanted to go buy cigarettes. And when we were on Alvarado... Okay, so there there was like these planters and these big planters. And then... There's like a small space between, I'd say like three feet maybe. And um, there was like all this commotion and Junior goes, somebody overdosed. And so he went, he was on the, I don't know how to describe it. He was on the one side of the the plant, plant planter and the guy was between the two and his eyes were rolled back in his head. And, um, you could just see the whites of his eyes and, and there was like, there was a female and there was two or three other guys and they were all like freaking out. Does anybody have Narcan? Does anybody have Narcan? And the female, I'm assuming his girlfriend or I don't know, she was like, she had a pookie, uh, pipe and she was a meth pipe and she was like smoking meth and blowing it up his nose like what the heck and junior's like what are you doing like he was and I'm I'm standing there and man it was just the 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 guys were I I don't know what they were doing there they were every it was so commotion I mean so like chaotic and then the two guys, I think it was just two, I don't know, and they got up and they left, and I think they went to go get Narcan, and then, um, so I had a space to get in, and I got in, and I laid hands on him, I started praying, and then, um, I said, in the name of Jesus, I command, I bind the spirit of death, and I command the spirit of death, death to loose him, like let go of him right now in Jesus' name. And when I said that, the guy went, huh! and he like jerked, you know, like came to, and he didn't, he didn't come to completely. But then his girlfriend or that female, she goes, 
don't do that. Like, stop. And I'm, I was just like, okay. I, I didn't know. Well, right when she said that, one of the guys had gotten Narcan and they're like, we got Narcan, we got Narcan. And they stuck it up his nose and like the inhaler. And the, and then so they're like, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. And so I just got up and, and we left, but man, I, th- I, I need to go to the exchange and get some Narcan. I, I want to just have Narcan on me just because, like, that was a horrible, horrible thing to see. And the crazy part is I have seen so many people die and overdose and just different horrible things. And I don't know why probably because I was sober because most of the times I've seen people die or almost dead was I was high but um just seeing the guy's eyes roll back in his head and it was like so long like I mean it felt like forever that he just was not gonna come out of it and um it was pretty traumatizing and Oh my gosh. I mean, when my ex used to overdose, it was crazy because he looked like he was dead. His eyes would always be open and he would be looking straight ahead with no blink, blinking. He would not blink. He would just be staring straight ahead. And I would be trying to, like, give him CPR or Narcan or whatever. Well, if I didn't have Narcan, I would be trying to give him CPR. And he's just staring, like, looking into nothing. And um, that's the way he overdosed. And that was freaking just scary. But um, I don't know why the eyes rolled in the back of the head just were, like, I don't know. I mean, I've I've done I've had people tell me that, you know, that's yeah, that's the way I looked when I overdosed, and um, uh, yeah, in the other podcast I told about how one time I overdosed with my friends and he was trying. It was in Hollywood. He tried to drag me to his car and two guys saw us <laughs> I had just like I had gotten out of jail and uh, a few days before and I hadn't been doing like I'd been doing cheap you know downtown dope and the dope in Hollywood was a lot better and I was at my friend's house and he um he got a 20 and he was like um he was sick and I and I was just hey, can I have some? He was, he was like, I'm sick, you know. And I'm like, just a little bit, you know. And he barely he gave me a tiny little ch- chip, and I I was like, ew, it's so stingy. <laughs> but thank God, he only gave me hardly anything because the water almost looked clear. I don't know how many. I think it was like. 20, 30 cc's, but, but, um, I was like, oh, he's, you know, being greedy, whatever, but, um, I shot it in my thumb, and I, 
I, I felt it. It was weird. And right after I shot, my knees went out. And I, they buckled, and I fell on the ground. And he's like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm trying to play it off. And I get up, and I, I get everything, all my works, and I put them in the kitchen. Like, I'm trying to walk it out, you know. And then um, I went to the bathroom, and I'm holding on to the sink just holding on for dear life and then he walked by and right when he walked around the corner my knees buckled out again he's like oh my god are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine <laughs> and he goes I gotta use the bathroom so he went in the bathroom I sat down on the couch and he said when I when he came out my eyes rolled back in my head and I was I had I was foaming at the mouth and he said he was so freaked out he didn't know what to do because I don't think they had the Good Samaritan law back then, but um, he was just like, should I take her to the hospital or should I just drop her off or what? You know, it was like a quick thinking like, oh my God. And he's like, but I can't let her die. So he was trying to drag me out of his apartment. And then these two guys saw and they're like, what's wrong? And um, she owned drugs, and he's like, oh, she forgot to take her medicine. <laughs> but um, kind of the opposite. But anyway, so uh, I came to on Johini and um, Johini and I can't remember the street, but they were trying to get me into the car, and all of a sudden I opened my eyes to see the three of them standing over me, and I was like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then... Um, yeah, I was able to walk back to the apartment, but I was so sick. I threw up like, oh my gosh, I just threw up, threw up, threw up, threw up. It was awful, like for 24 hours. I've done that a couple times, but yeah, that was crazy. But um, yeah, and then the other time when I, I shot crack and lemon that I was allergic to and... Uh, yeah, I told that story before, and I, I told it on Saturday, but the one that got deleted, but I'll, I don't know, I might share it again later, but I don't feel like it right now, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, um, I think part of it was when I looked at the guy, I was watching the guy, and I don't know, man, I just had a flood of emotions because to see that and then to see myself like that and or imagine myself, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, that's pretty tragic, you know, and um, so yeah, it was, it was pretty, yeah, it was, it was I don't know. And, um, you know, Junior's still at the place where he's just like, he doesn't have feelings yet, still, you know? I mean, he hasn't been clean enough to have real feelings or like to even know what his emotions are besides anger. So he was like, well, you know, it is what it is. Like, he'll be fine, you know? And, and I'm just like trying not to cry. And, um, yeah, but, um, and then, oh, and then Saturday night, I had already said that I wasn't going to go to the buses, um, do the buses on Sunday, 
But then my leader called me at like 9.30. Oh, that's when I was doing the podcast, and then it got deleted. But, but um, and she, she's so sweet. I love her. But, yeah, she's like, I know you said you weren't going to go, but only a couple of people are going. And maybe, um, do you think you could possibly go if I pick you up? And And then my part of me was like my flesh part of me, people-pleasing part of me, and, you know, I wanted, I was like, well, oh, you know, I, I think it was my pride, maybe, you know, thinking like, oh, well, maybe I'm needed. I don't know. Well, no, I mean, of course I want to help, you know. Plus, because the people that were going, I, I want David, he's new, and then the other females. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, because sometimes on the bus, and skid rope, there's like, people can get obnoxious and, and there needs to be somebody on there who will like say, hey, no, you can't do that, you know? And, um, so, uh, so I'm like, let me see, um, I'll call you back. And I called Junior and I'm like, how do you, I go, would you be able to stay in the, the, the bus if, if we went to Skid Row and just not, you know, get off the bus, just stay in there? And he's like, oh, I could read. And I'm like, yeah, but how do you feel? And he's like, I'm fine. And I'm, I go, but I don't think it would be a good idea if you're just down there and you see people you know. And then I'm trying to think it out, but with my mouth, which probably wasn't good. And he's like, I said I'd be fine. I want to stop talking about it. And I'm like, uh-oh. And I, I, he goes, I'll be fine. And I'm, so I get off the phone. I call her. I say, yeah, I think, uh, okay. And then she's like, oh, thanks. And then I got off the phone and I felt like the Holy Spirit's like, Lori, you had already made your plans. What are you doing? You know, just like, like, this is not good. He does not need to be on skid row. Like, even if he's sitting in the bus, you know, it's just, it's, it's just no. And so then I had to go back and tell her, you know what? I'm so sorry. I just, I can't, I can't. And and then I just felt wishy-washy and, oh, my gosh. But this is the thing where if I'm tired, I, I can't, I have to be really careful. Like, that's what the enemy does with me is wear me down, wear me down, wear me down. So I'm just doing, 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 and then I'm just worn out. And then my emotions get all screwed up. And um, I get weak, you know? And so, yeah, I was like, okay. But she was very understanding. And, um, but yeah, but Sunday turned out wonderful. We had a great time. We, church was awesome. Brad Reed is awesome preaching. And he's hilarious. We just had a great message. And then we went to eat and, it was just really nice and we walked through the park and yeah we had an awesome day and then um I think he did one one or two of the yeah he did a couple of the classes and then um 
But then Sunday night, what happened Sunday? Oh, then we got into it about something. And I don't even want to go into it. But yeah, then he got upset. And then I was apologetic. Then I'm upset. And then just this, oh God. And I was tired. And I'm like, you know what? I need to go to bed. And then, um. And then I apologize because I, oh, I brought up something about what's going on in the world. And I think he panicked because he, he's like, well, if we have World War Three, I want to get a hold of my family. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, you know, like, what are you going to do? I mean, not to be mean, but, but, um, he was like, well, I'm going to go, I know where they are. I could go to Huntington Park. I could go walk down there and I could go find, and I'm thinking, and what are you going to do? I'm like, don't you think that God loves your family more than you? I mean, he, he can take care of them a lot better, you know, but I'm just, and I mean, this is going on in my head. I'm going, the last time he's seen, anyone from his sister, I mean, from his sister, from his family, I think his sister was 2014, you know, so I'm like, um, okay, so you're going to go down there, you know, what, to save the world, you know, um, it's like, so where have you been for the last eight years, <laughs> like, you know what I mean, I don't know, I didn't say that, but I'm just like, what the heck, and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to go to the Dream Center if we have World War Three. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. And, um, yeah, I'm like, I shouldn't have even said anything. I didn't know he was going to get all bent out of shape. Then he's apologizing. Then he was tormented all night. And he was hearing voices and just, just awful. And then by the next morning, he, I was like, oh, my gosh. I don't, I felt like, oh, my gosh. He didn't sleep all night. And I'm like, oh, God, please don't let him go out and use. It's day five. I'm just tripping. And, or four or five, six. I don't know. And I'm like, okay. So then I called Maureen. I called Amy. We're praying. Um, and, and then pray that he would get some rest, you know, and, um, <sighs> oh, because he was really mad, I can't remember, oh, gosh, oh, I called him, and then he wouldn't pray, and he was really upset, and I prayed for, like, a good half an hour, I was just praying, praying, and he wouldn't talk or nothing, he was like, I don't know, like, what's going on, you know, I w got barraged, bombarded all night, and blah, 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 and then, and then I was like, oh my gosh, like, I was crying, and I started crying, because I'm like, God, let me stand in the gap, you know, let me take hit, take the hits for him, you know, like, I'm like, I command that stupid spirit, demonic, crap to you know to cease and desist stop it 
in Jesus' name, and, um, yeah, and then I'm like, God, just let me take the hits, you know, just give him some peace, give him some, um, ease up, you know, like, like, just whatever, I don't know, and then, um, when I started crying, then it kind of broke, he said, where he was just like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, and, um, and then he's like, I'm, I'm just gonna get some rest, and, so then where he's like, he's like, I'll talk to you after lunch, and so I'm like, okay, so we hang up, and then I'm like, after lunch, because we had originally planned he was going to come over and help me early, like clean, or not clean, but do my laundry, take off my, take off my bedding sheets, and, and, and then I was like, wait, um, after lunch, and then I'm hearing stuff. Oh, he probably he's probably gonna go down to, to Skid Row and da 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 da. And I'm like, shut up in the name of Jesus, because I, you know, it's like, and um, I had to stop and just go. I trust you, God. I trust you, God. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. No matter what, God is in. You've got him in your hand, the the palm of your hand. You're watching over him. You're going to give him rest. You're going to give him sleep in Jesus' name. And I was just like, and I'm like, I cannot sit here and obsess about what he's going to do. And so I just I just started tearing off my bedding. And um, I'm like, I'm doing laundry. I did four loads of laundry yesterday. But um, I called once and he didn't answer. And I'm like, Oh God, please let that be because he's sleeping and not because he's downtown. Or, I mean, he's downtown anyway. <clears throat> That's where his hotel is, but down south of that. And I'm like, God, please, please, please. And um, I'm like, give me peace. I trust you, God. I trust you, God. So, yeah, it was fine. Um, then at 12, I talked to him and he was like, oh, I just woke up and... He goes, I slept good. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad somebody did. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, and the, oh, I know why. Because he had, I apologized for getting upset the night before. Then he apologized. And then I, after I apologized, I went to bed. And when I go to bed, I don't have my phone on. I just put it in the other room and I just, I'm out. And, um, so he had been texting me and texting me and texting me and telling me like that he was getting attacked and he didn't, you know, and then I slept, I went to bed at like 10 and I slept till 7.30 and when I woke up, I looked at my, my phone, I was like, oh my gosh, he had been texting me all night and I was just like, oh wow. And um, yeah, so then I was concerned and that's it all, yeah, but Anyways, it's just crazy. I just, um, I don't know. Today, uh, I, I just need to trust God, basically. And my fears, when I, whenever, fear is so, it's the opposite of faith. And it's just so annoying because fear allows for a bunch of others crap to come in and and I have to take every thought captive and I have to take authority over any kind of fear and and that's the thing like like people will 
people have said stuff to me that, oh my God, you're the most bold person or you're, you're fearless. And I'm like, oh no, I am not. Oh my gosh, I have these crazy fears. I may not be, and I think I already shared this, but I may not, it's not that I'm not afraid. It's like that I know that Jesus is with me. So, you know, I have more courage that he, he's, nobody can touch me without God's permission. That's basically what it is. But the other kind of things like insecurities, fear of losing junior, uh, fear of, oh, I can't think of anything. Fear of spiders. No, <laughs> bugs. Oh, and not fear. I just hate them. But just stupid little, you know, it, or, or fear of um, not knowing how to use the computer or use the phone or, you know, use an app or <clears throat> just stupid things. You know, I don't know if that's fear or anxiety or what, panic. But, yeah, and I'm realizing since I've been with Junior, I've a lot of new fears have come up and I think it's mostly because of insecurities and because I care about him so much. I love him. And then the fear of losing him to his addiction or that maybe even now that I'm talking about this, maybe even as the healthier he gets and the stronger he gets, he won't need me anymore and he'll move on. Like, that's a crazy thought. I just thought about that right now. And, um, that's crazy. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't want him to need me. My flesh probably, yeah, my flesh probably wants him to need me. You know, like, he can't live without me, kind of. Yeah, that's that carnal side of me. But I don't want that. I don't want that. You know, that's, like, no, that's wrong. That's not healthy. But, um, yeah, because I want him to be independent of me, or interdependent, or we both need each other, but not where we're like dependent on each other, but that where we're dependent on Jesus. And um, so, yeah, but yesterday it was good because after he got home and everything, he was like, he kept thanking me that, that I didn't let him leave angry. You know, he's like, I'm so glad that, that you stepped in and just said, don't leave like this, you know? And, um, yeah, because it would have been really bad. I don't know if he would have gotten high, but there's a good chance that he would have if he left like that. And so that's what one thing I'm really trying to have him address whenever he gets his emotions all riled up, because I know it's like, I'm so much like that. We're just so much alike that I know when I get all emotional, like when I was mad at Rite Aid or after Rite Aid and and then I wanted a cigarette, you know? And so I know that it's like trigger, you know, triggers. And so, yeah. Oh, God. 
stretch. I need to spend a lot of time with the Lord today and just worship and prayer and Brad's class tonight and it ends too late for Junior to go. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, I'm gonna get off here and, um, I need, oh, I'm, I ordered a bookcase from Amazon. I hope it comes before the class tonight. Um, yeah, because I'm gonna have to put it together. I, I have so many books. My my bed is covered with books. And I need a bookcase. So, yeah. But, anyways, I hope everybody is doing well. God bless you.